Welcome to Behavior Babes Podcast, presented by me, Dr. Amanda Kelly. There are some indicators that can help families identify whether or not the program that they are exploring for their child is a quality program. While not all places are created equal, and while not all providers are the same, There are some key indicators that could help you decide when trying to navigate what might be the best situation for you or your family. Typically, when we talk about an ABA program, it starts early, before the age of three. What that means is the more intensive the intervention, the more likely it's going to be successful. The earlier you begin receiving treatment, the earlier you should begin expecting outcomes. Now, if you start receiving services after that, that's okay too. Lots of research shows that ABA is effective for adults, for adolescents, uh, for individuals with autism, with Down syndrome, for typically developing individuals, and kind of everyone in between. But most of these indicators, you want to make sure that they are present when you're exploring an ABA program. So you should expect that there is close collaboration with the family and extended caregivers. You want to make sure that a student's interest is incorporated and that their motivation is captured. We always want to see a focus on teaching independence, whether we're working with a four-year-old or someone who's 40 years old. And that's usually going to be achieved by providing a structured environment. Teaching programs will plan for generalization and will consider the natural environment. So what is this going to look like when we don't have three individuals available to us? What is this going to look like when we're not going to be using laminated tokens at the grocery store? So how do we fade this out and how do we, how do we plan for that now? There should be an emphasis on the fluency and the mastery of skills And a lot of teaching is going to occur through play or leisure skills, basically, again, capturing that motivation and interest of the learner. We want to offer opportunities to practice mastered skills, which is going to prevent regression. So if we learn something, we want to make sure it stays in our repertoire. So we have to engage in that behavior in order to say that we um, have confidently acquired the skill. Assessments must inform individualized instruction and appropriate consents are obtained before conducting these assessments or implementing behavior plans. There is always an emphasis on data collection, especially pre-treatment or what we call baseline measures, basically what's your starting point. Progress is monitored via a visual display, so graph. Changes are going to be made based on those measures of progress and that visual analysis, that inspection is really helpful for us detecting whether or not we need to make changes sooner rather than later. There's an emphasis on determining what is the function of a behavior and how to identify appropriate replacements. So if an individual is engaged in a behavior for attention, it's important to know that so we can give access to attention at alternative times. ABA programs establish predictability and routine, and you see a lot of immediate feedback provided to the learner. There's a use of accurate, immediate models and errorless teaching strategies, and that usually is why there's such the support for the ongoing supervision. So the direct support worker, the individual implementing maybe some ABA programs, really does require ongoing supervision by a competent, trained individual, a board-certified behavior analyst. Um, You want to see programs that allow for increased staff to student attention, so low ratios, 
And we typically see um, more effective outcomes for intense ABA programs rather than eclectic or traditional teaching approaches for learners who have real significant impairments in acquiring these skills. Behavior plans and teaching programs must be written down. That's the technological aspect of those underlying seven dimensions. And we will want to see an increased opportunity for active student responding in any ABA teaching program. Because if it takes more opportunities for a learner to strengthen a skill or to develop it, then we want to make sure we're increasing those opportunities so that it's not taking you know days, weeks, months longer than it should. So that's really important, that emphasis on active engagement. Of course, applied behavior analysis relies on research-driven, empirically validated teaching techniques. You should expect the programs or the approaches that are being implemented can be backed up for you. So that's something that you should feel comfortable asking. As we mentioned before, interdisciplinary approaches really involving collaboration with other disciplines. That's going to include medical staff when appropriate, um, educational staff, the family, caregivers. Placing that emphasis on generative and pivotal skills, what that means is teaching things like reading, like talking, like how what is going to open up your world to just more amazing things, more amazing reinforcement. That's really uh, something that's an important emphasis, emphasis in the field of applied behavior analysis and in an ABA teaching program is how is your life going to get better and how can I give you those opportunities and then fade myself out. So we want to take into consideration what's important to the learner and to their family, to their classroom, to the community, so social validity. Um, and a lot of times we're going to achieve that awareness by having individuals engage in self-monitoring. So even very young students can have some way to, to reflect on their performance, and that helps teach awareness and foster independence. With an ABA program, we also expect that the behavior plans and teaching programs are monitored, and they should be updated on an ongoing basis, and that should be done based off of the data that's collected. And then the last and perhaps most important is that the learner should love learning. Maybe not every second, especially when a new novel or challenging skill is presented, but we want to see students, uh, clients, learners come, come running towards us to sit down and to, to gravitate towards the place of instruction. Because if we need more opportunities to provide that support and that feedback, then we want to make that as pleasurable as possible. So these are some quality indicators, things to consider when you're exploring an ABA program. For more information and to reference this list, please visit www.behaviorbabe.com.